Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one dedicated minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Amendes in the news. And uh, this week we've got an all-star week, uh, which it's actually our first of uh, Back to the Future Part 3. And uh, as such, our first Back to the Future Minute all-star is, of course... Our associate producer, Leaper182. Welcome back to the show, Leaper. Oh, hi. Oh, thank you for having me back. <laughs> of course. Yay. Uh, and today we are going back to minute 51, which begins with Doc and Clara awkwardly separating and ends with the mayor saying, tell me when, gentlemen. So before we get to that stuff, we got to talk about all this Doc and Clara Marty nonsense. Of course. What's going on? Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I, I find this conversation kind of awkward, like the, the actual dialogue, just a little awkward at the beginning, because I know that, you know, Bobby G is a writer. He's trying to like set up the festival and get us to the festival and transition us over there. And so he's got to have a it's reason the town for her festival, to... Scott. Right, right. Well, she's, he's got to have a way to bring it up here. You can't so miss I the underst- town festival. <laughs> I understand, <laughs> but but the thing is, Doc says I can have it done for you by tonight, and she says, "But tonight's the town festival." Right. I said. I said by tonight. <laughs> Well, no, he needs time to get ready. He needs time to get ready for the town festival, too. I guess. You're I factoring mean, out like the two to three hours it takes to get ready for the town festival. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, I always kind of read it as like, I can have it ready for you by tonight. And tonight could be like, you could have it ready like two hours into the festival or something like that. Yeah. He, oh, okay. Yeah, he Cause if you, if you get in, you know, when you get to the, you get to the festival too late and like, it's already wrapping right. up, all the rides are closed down. As, as Clara says, it's an important occasion. It's an important, who, what, who told her that? Like right off the train. <laughs> Now you don't want to miss the town festival. It's very important. I mean, I, oh, I bet okay. There, I bet there's not a lot of events that have banners. And when she walked into town to bring the telescope, she probably saw the banner. Was like, oh, that must be an important occasion. Mm-hmm. It has like, a wow. banner. It has a banner. This place doesn't even <laughs> yeah. have a like a a real library or anything yet, or like a courthouse. <laughs> but, that's a, but it's celebrating this festival, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I think the biggest library in town is probably in. Uh, Doc's lab and at Clara's house at the bottom of that gorge (laughs) or yeah at the bottom of the gorge good point ouch good point so (laughs) I I just noticed something kind of weird and it's weird that I didn't notice this earlier but there's a moment in um in this minute when Clara is is leaving and she says like goodbye Emmett and then she turns to, to Marty and's like goodbye Mr. Eastwood and it suddenly hit me for the first time that Doc didn't use an alias which is it, it begs the question like does marty need to be creating all of these aliases if like doc isn't even bothering to do so 
Well, like everyone okay. is calling him Emmett or Dr. Brown, which is his right. name. So like, I mean, wh- why does he have to, why, why even tell anyone that he's, oh, I guess it's because he, he was lying to Maggie, right? Right, because he, because he couldn't be McFly. Because then he'd be like, um, oh, shut the front door. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but, but, but with, uh, with, with Doc, the reason that he has to use his, because I'm with you. Yeah. I think he should be using an alias, but the reason he has to use his first name, his real name, is because if he didn't, they wouldn't have known that was Doc on the tombstone. Oh, right, because it would have been like, here lies Passepartout. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's screenwriting convenience, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. It checks out. It, it totally checks. Because then you have to, like, come up with a way for them to find a photo of him in the old West first. And then you have to find a way to show that he died seven days he, later. Yeah. Like, then yeah. it gets a little too JJ Abramsy for me. Right. Exactly. Um, this is, this is much, much more tight and clean. Mm-hmm. Neat. Um, I'm in, I'm in love with the way the doc is still holding up the telescope. <laughs> yes. He never puts it down. He's, he's Twitter painted. He's, he's distracted he's so- by the, by the pretty. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, look, I would have a similar reaction uh, if she came by my uh, lab, my garage lab farm. Let's be honest, barn, Scott, your Whatever house. that thing is. Your, your, your property. Right. Uh, um, yeah, I really like, I really like the, uh, you know, awkward first, like, flirtatious meetings can, are, can be really hackneyed if they're not done well mm-hmm. and i think i think this is a this is really like understated and uh charming for lack of a better word really yeah. i guess and there's also it's an establishing moment i mean yeah there there was the he re- he like literally rescues her from dying but there's also this is the first i think this is the first time that they've talked since then and it's kind of it's also establishing the relationship just both of them are nervous and both of them are, are really interested in each other. So there's, there's continuing that instead of like going from zero to 60. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, and what I, what I love about it is that, you know, because of what we know about Clara from the comic book and what we've gleaned from everything about doc from the movies and, and other material, this is a first love for both of them. Mm-hmm. So this is this is the equivalent of like a middle school romance, like as far as these sort of awkward exchanges and things like that. Um, and I think it's really true to that, uh, that that kind of like puppy love sort of thing. Yeah. Well, there's an argument to be made that bo- both of their first loves were Jules Verne. Aww. Right. I guess so. Because <laughs> that's true. Uh, they're adorable nerds in love. <laughs> Very much so. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out about this scene that I, the reason I love this scene is, uh, it is a, you know, we've been talking as we've been going through this movie, we've been pointing at scenes that are sort of reimagining sort of remakes of scenes from the other movies. And this is a remake of the scene where Lorraine comes to ask Marty to the Mm. dance. Oh, uh, and yeah, and, and, and Doc's just kind of awkwardly, like, in the background. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, how do you even catch that? That's good. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I just I really love that. I love the structure of the Back to the Future trilogy and how it does all of these repeat things. And some of them mm-hmm. are really obvious, and then other ones aren't obvious really at all like this one yeah like it and it's so organic that you don't even catch it as like a callback or a reference Mm -hmm. right because um instead of being like this this aggressive sex kitten clara's just really sweet and she's just like oh hey i heard you can fix my telescope and there's no weird innuendo. She just, you know, he's a really nice guy who happened to save my life. And, hey, he can fix my telescope, too. And, oh, hey, he might be interested mm-hmm. in science and all kinds of... Get yourself a man that can do both. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, I also, um, I mean, you know, he's easy to forget in the scene, but... Uh, Marty's reactions to all of this are, I mean, they're a beautiful thing to behold. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's awesome. playing, he's playing eye tennis, like eyeball tennis. Cause he's just going back and forth between the two of them. And then he's violently shaking his head at one point. <laughs> I, I um, like that. He's, he's 60, 40 mad and fascinated. He's almost kind of amused with what's happening. Isn't he? Do you guys, are you guys getting that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause he, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's like a constant internal battle because he loves seeing his friend happy, but he's also like, we've got things to do and I don't know if this is a good idea anyway. This yeah. is sort of the kind of thing that you always tell me not to do and now you're doing it and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good idea and if I should stop you. Uh, I, I think Marty is a little flustered about having to be the grown up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, whoa, wait a second. My like only reliable father figure is like <laughs> starting to like unravel. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and and then there's also the fact that he's never. I don't think he's ever seen Doc being this this hung up over a, a lady before. Or just another mm-hmm. human, really. Yeah. Or a or really a human. Right. <laughs> doc, doc is just yeah. like all twitter painted and it's like it, it it's it's like if your if your best friend just suddenly did a 180 and started just completely ignoring you and paying attention to a girl and it's like wait what happened what's going on oh doc um <laughs> I, I i keep your eye on the ball keep your eye on the ball come on <laughs> No, no, we have to go back to the future. It's the name of the movie. (laughs) It's the name of the movie, Doc. Stay focused. Come on, it's not called Doc Falls in Love. (laughs) With Mary Steenburgen. Oh, man. With the really sweet Uh, I'd I'd still watch that movie. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They make a cute couple. And. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, they really, really do. Yeah. And, like, one thing that, like, after after not having seen this movie for so long and then watching the movie, I was struck by the fact that, like, the like for Clara, they didn't cast somebody in their 20s. They, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah they, they cast a woman who... Mary Studenburgen is totally really pretty, and I think she was like in her thirties or something. 
And you almost never see yeah, that. Yeah, she's mid-30s. 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 You almost never see that. It's like you know, like George Clooney mm-hmm. will be running around with like a 20-year-old. And it's like, okay, I don't know how I should right. feel about this. Do, should I ship them? Or should I tell her to run? I don't know. Right. But like Doc and Clara, you can you can believe them because Christopher Lloyd and Mary Steenburgen are really good actors. But you can also believe them just the just like it doesn't feel weird looking at them. No, I I, I completely agree. They're well matched. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So so, he, so there is actually stuff after. Doc and Clara, though, in this minute, believe it or not. Uh, Yeah, there's an amazing, there's an amazing cut. I don't know why I love it so much, but it's like Marty going like, nice telescope. And then just cuts to the mayor talking. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, the first one, we were doing the minutes when I was doing my notes for these minutes, that line made me laugh harder and longer than I think any other moment in this movie so far, uh, just like he just strolls up and he's, it's a nice telescope. <laughs> hard cut. Hard cut to like, a, like an old timey mayor giving a speech. Yeah. Oh God. It's so good. This movie has a, a nice lot telescope. of telescope. This movie has a lot of really great hard cuts, like transitions like that oh yeah for sure mm-hmm. um, um so we've met the mayor before from a distance mm-hmm. yes uh when he when he asked uh, when he when he reminded uh doc that he was he was gonna go pick up clara um or the the new school teacher as oh it were. right when we learned uh, that he was like the tallest man who ever lived right yeah exactly um but what i think is interesting is that this guy was actually the second choice for this role uh, the first choice turned it down, and the first choice was actually Ronald Reagan himself. <laughs> Ronald Reagan uh, was a big fan of Back to the Future, right, and they thought right. it would be fun to have him be the mayor of the first mayor of Hill Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they asked him, and uh, his people said no, presumably because. I mean, he was uh, he was not in a good place right. uh, physically and mentally mm-hmm. by the time he was uh, retired from being president. Yeah, uh, it's so absolutely insane think- to me that he lived as long as he did after leaving office. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but uh, anyway. but yeah, it was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we all quietly reflect on one of our U.S. presidents. Um, but yeah, so this was supposed to be this was written for Ronald Reagan. What a weird uh, cameo that would have been. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, they brought him up in they uh, do, yeah, in, they in do. the first movie, so man, as an ex-president, I can't remember the last time like a living president like cameoed in something. Mm. In anything. Mm. Uh, like was no. like like was George W. Bush ever like in a did he ever show his like did he just like make a weird cameo in a movie or something? L- listeners, I don't think I'm, so. I think the the closest thing I can think of, I think Joe wasn't Joe Biden in uh, Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess Joe. Michelle Obama was also in Parks and Rec. Yeah, um, but but not, but, but Barack wasn't. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, first ladies show up in sitcoms all the time. Nancy Reagan showed up on uh, right. Who's the Boss, right? Is that right. the one where she was like, <laughs> maybe 
Drugs are bad. Say no to drugs. Oh, oh wait, no, it was um it was it was uh <laughs> please say it was family ties. Please no. say it was family ties. <laughs> Alex, don't stop doing drugs. <laughs> no, what was the one with uh with Willis and Different Strokes? Different Strokes. I think it was Different Strokes or Webster. Oh. Because I remember her talking to like children on a couch. Oh, okay. About Fair drug, enough. About drugs being bad. Anyway. Drugs are bad. <laughs> uh, so the, the clock is dedicated to the people of Hill County. I can't. Yeah, that threw me off. Yeah, I can't tell if that was a, a misspeak or if it was like intentionally like this is Hill Valley in Hill County or something. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the way I think there's a lot of people here um, and I I think that this little town that they're in right now is Hill Valley mm. and that everyone lives kind of spread out and they call that whole area Hill, Hill. County. Oh, my maybe? God. Are, are some of these people from the hills? Yeah, I think they, maybe. They, and they came down into the valley for the celebration. For the festival, yeah. For the festival. That's what I'm thinking. They wish to go to the festival. Mm. Right, right, right. Um, More than anything. May it stand for all time. More than life. Well, I mean, I will, it, will, it will stand. It just won't work anymore. <laughs> it, it'll be, it won't be what it was. It'll be more, right. it'll be more symbol than clock. <laughs> right. I think, what, doesn't it last for like 70 years or something? This is 1885. 70 years, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. it, gets, it gets struck but, by but lightning. But seventy, I mean, seventy years is a drop in the bucket compared to for all time. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of sad. I do find it interesting that eons will pass. <laughs> I do find it funny that um, that even in 2015, in part two, the clock is still there. They've turned like right. the the courthouse into like a weird mall or something that might be partly subterranean, mm -hmm. but the clock is still right. there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so it does it does stand. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> when the apes take over the earth, the clock tower will still be there. What if that was the ending of this one? Is like Marty <laughs> Marty steps out of the DeLorean and then there's just like apes <laughs> walking around Hill Valley. <laughs> no. in, instead of the in, how did this happen in 70 years <laughs> oh god in, i slept too much <laughs> instead of instead of the the statue statue of liberty hand or or the statue or something there's there's the clock tower in the distance it's like no yeah instead of like re-elect right. mayor goldie wilson it's like re like re-elect mayor zayas <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's a crossover I'd like to see. Oh, yeah, how, I'm surprised you haven't brought that up sooner. I know. Um, all right. Well, that's all I have for this minute. Do you guys have anything else? Leaper, any any general thoughts on Back to the Future Part Three or the trilogy in general? Oh gosh, let me think. It's. And I was kind of a big one. <laughs> Here, explain. Cinema. Explain this a complicated thing in five sentences. Go. What? No. But um, it's kind of interesting. Just um, in part three, it's. I'm sure that people have mentioned this time and time again, but like Barney comes across as a jealous boyfriend, and he ends up, and and this is like mm -hmm. the one minute where he's more like the co-conspirator who's like oh my god you are going to mess this up because you are silly over a girl stop 
just he's he, there he is frantically shaking his head and, and going like hey doc please don't do this and yeah. then she's a dame <laughs> she's a dame yes she's just a dame and not only that but isn't it going to like mess up some kind of time continuum thing no yeah yeah he's he's just kind of <laughs> and then the random it's a nice telescope it's just like wow okay it's mm-hmm. it's so innocent coming from marty marty bb it's okay yeah. <laughs> it's it's okay doc still loves you he's just very distracted right now yeah it doesn't mean he loves you any less <laughs> yes. oh it's a it's a nice telescope just it's like it's it's like trying to find something cool about the guy your mom's dating oh god yeah he said he he said he likes he said he likes lost oh my (laughs) god oh honey oh marty honey you're trying so good you're trying so hard (laughs) yeah it's it's a nice telescope it's just (laughs) <laughs> and like if you if you let yourself really really just swim around in the gutter with water wings on it just wow but no no he's he's so <laughs> innocent about it just just like yeah um uh, nice weather we're having that's a nice telescope <laughs> oh honey <laughs> yeah. here let me just repeat myself right. for like 12 minutes <laughs> no Oh, and and like this whole trilogy is like every time I I sit down and deliberately watch it from beginning to end, there's always yes, there's always a sense of wonder, but there's all there's also a sort of almost an innocence. I mean, yeah, Doc ends up getting gunned down and and like people nearly die, and there's 1985A, but it's there's it's a there's a happy ending at the end of everything and it's so great and and so it's it's nice to when you're re-watching it 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 really does feel like you're just just not dealing with all of the bad stuff that's happening and you can just lose yourself in the story and you feel good at the end of it so mm-hmm. absolutely it's, absolutely couldn't say it better yay. myself um all right well uh that wraps us up thank you for joining us uh one last time leaper thank you for having me one last time yeah i am uh yeah um so uh, if you guys want to talk about this minute or any other minutes coming up this week best place to do that would be to go to facebook and join the back to the future minute listener preservation society where uh, we can you you can post and and we see it and we all comment and it's a little community all talking about Back to the Future stuff. So uh, go to the Facebook page, the Facebook group, and uh, join up and uh, yeah, join the conversation. And of course, special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper One Eighty Two and Ed Foster. Yay. And and we will be back tomorrow with Minute 52. Yay! Bye, Bye guys.